This is the show off. It's the collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses of Australian media. Pedestrian and the Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at entertainment news. Anything you've missed. And everything you give a shit about. I'm Laura Marcia, entertainment reporter at Pedestrian. I'm Effie Bateman, lifestyle and entertainment reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Wendell Hussey, the sports reporter at the Batuta Advocate and the token bloke of this podcast. Now, today on the show off, we're back, season two, couple of weeks, putting our feet up, relaxing, recharging, getting ready to run it back and go all over again. We are back, we're here, we're recording, we've got plenty to talk about. We're uh, talking about the Matuta Advocates foray into the world of TV. Long awaited foray into the world of TV. Kourtney Kardashian and her extremely cringe baby announcement. Uh, our friend Kylie, personal friend Kylie Minogue, mm-hmm. kicking goals. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible career goals, actually. Yeah, kill Real it. journey woman vibes. Um, we'll discuss some comparisons there. Hugh Hefner's sons, interesting um, career pivot onto OnlyFans. Yeah. Weird move for a Nepo baby who has the world at his feet. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about JLo and her hubby Ben and the horny Father's Day posts. And... Um, some interesting language around that from you, Euphemia Bateman, I believe, as well as the Home and Away Awards, <laughs> annual Home and Away Awards. I'm talking about the TV Week Logies. Nominations are out, so we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that. Plenty to discuss. Let's get into it. You two been well in your break? You're refreshed? Yeah, I'm feeling ready to go. Yeah, me too. Mm. I, I, I missed you guys. Likewise. Mm. All right. Well, before we get into those stories, it's obsession time. Mm-hmm. Things we like to talk about that we're obsessed with. We will save Effie Bateman's corners of the internet for another week. We couldn't get into it because it was too depraved and we made the executive decision to leave it at that. <laughs> so, Laura Marcia, I believe you'll be kicking off our obsessions. What have you been enjoying? I have been enjoying F-Boy Island, and I know I've spoken about this before, I'm so sorry, but it's still really, really good, and we're on episode seven and eight this week, so I just need to talk about it with someone, and I thought you guys would be the perfect fit. So I am obsessed with it because it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So now at this stage of the show, spoilies, um, but we know what all the boys are. We know whether they're nice Oh, they've guys. revealed it. Yeah, because, oh. and I'll tell you why, and this is maybe probably a bit depraved. Well, no. But one guy, as he's going down on one of the girls and the mics are still on, he's like... Wait, how, how long do they leave the mic on? Long enough, baby. No, you don't, nah, hear, you like don't like hear like... <laughs> no, you don't hear ASMR or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> they cook a mac and cheese? Or <laughs> <laughs> Wet ass pussy. Um, no, so basically you just hear some moans, love that, and then he's like, he's like, I really like you and I'm just, I'm sorry I came here as an F boy. And that's like breaking all the rules of the show. So, yeah. but that's such an f boy thing to do I as he's going is. down on her. I know, I know. So now they've revealed all of the statuses. We know who's a nice guy. We know who's an f boy. So now the show is like the girls have to take a chance on the f boys or pick a nice guy. I'm just sorry, I'm imagining just like saying it in her vagina <laughs> for some reason. Mid cunnilingus. Yes, <laughs> she can still feel the vibration. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so another thing I want to mention is Caleb. Do you remember when we spoke about Caleb last time with the shirt unbuttoned all the way down? So he made a statement that I say all the time to my friends now, which is sometimes chicks don't have good pussy sometimes. Um, And then... (laughs) (laughs) Put it on a poster and put it in a teenage boy's uh, bedroom. 
I bet he doesn't yeah. go down on women. No, he doesn't. You can he, tell. He, yeah. You can just see it. Yeah. Um, but he also said a phrase that I can't stop saying in the office, which is, shine, my love, you shine. Are mm. any of these fuckboys not actually fuckboys? Are they, like, parading as fuckboys, but they're actually maybe nice guys and they're just doing it for the, for the followers? Some say they're reformed, which is mm. questionable in this amount of time. Others are saying to the girls, like, I'm not just telling you what you want to hear. Like, babe, there's something about you. There's something about us. But fuck, really. That's what fuck boys say. Amen, sis. Yeah. Have the yeah. boys been getting toey at each other? A I've been seeing a few clips where, like, they're getting a bit pushy and shabby, which is extremely funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And the yeah. fights are about something so mundane every time. I like the weird little bitchy passive-aggressive comments that the dudes make. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. Well, I want to just quickly run through my obsession yeah. of the week. Sell out time. It is the Batuta Advocate presents mm-hmm. on Absolutely. Paramount Plus. It's a good one. I got to tell you, really good. Not biased. Great TV show. Second episode's just come out. We had the first one out last week on the Hillsong Church. Mm. Um, some really good stuff in there. Good newsworthy stuff in there too, which I'm surprised hasn't been picked up on. I wonder if it might come over the next little while. And we've just had the Super League War drop, um, the second episode, which basically relates back to the mid-90s when... Um, Kerry Packer and Rupert Murdoch went head-to-head over the rights for rugby league. Mm. And that's when all the players got paid heaps of money. Like, guys were going from being on, you know, $100,000 a year or $50,000 a year to a million dollars a year. That's when rugby league became glitzy and glammy and they could afford things like cocaine. Um, oh, that's wow. what happened in the that's world crazy. of rugby league. Yeah. Um, I don't so even like sports and I watched this episode. I was like, that's really entertaining and I learned a lot. Yeah, okay. It's well. full of drama. So, no, it's good. Yeah. So, it's basically telling these incredible stories in Australian history that mm. haven't been touched on as they should have or they haven't been covered in a certain light. There's lots of interviews and animations and coverage of these stories like we haven't seen them before along just this nice thread. And it's really good. They're entertaining AF. Follow, recommend, Paramount Plus. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet, but if you catch any like pedestrian headlines, it's because you just sold it. Mm. We'll see. see. I'll give it a watch. We've we've got Fine Cotton Racing Scandal to come, which is really, like that's, it's one of those like fact is stranger than fiction. You honestly couldn't make this shit up if you tried. It's so, so good about the, the basically this horse racing scandal. And then there's the Cronulla riots, which um, are a particularly hilarious part in Australian yes. history. Yes. Um, full of laughs. But no, we that that one's less laugh heavy, um, I will say. I think so. But it's more about just it looking is. at the Australian experience and what created this situation and, mm. um, yeah, how we got through it and all that sort of stuff. So would thoroughly recommend. Um, yeah. Thoroughly even recommend. Thor- that's good. Yeah. That's good. Sounds like some serious recommend. reporting from Batuta, which is mm. obviously what they're there for. Yeah. Mm. We've made it and we didn't do yeah. a, um, a skid show. So... Um, after all these years, <laughs> we got there. Well, that just we... would be disingenuous if the yep. tutor yeah. did a sketch show. I mean, it's a yep. hard-hitting publication, yep. as you'd know. Exactly. 100%. Thank Everyone's... you, Laura Marcia, someone Thank in the media finally you. gets it. First up, and we're getting into our top stories today, Courtney Kardashian, very exciting. I've been hanging out for this news. She has <laughs> announced her first pregnancy with Travis Barker. Blink-182 mm. uh, areas there. 
Laura Marcia, huge news. It's Tell huge. Us about it's it. huge. And Wendell, I'm so glad that you are now a fan of the Kardashians, a fellow enthusiast. It's great mm. to have you with us. Um, but anyway, so with the pregnancy, it's really, really exciting because obviously they've been talking about their journey um, trying to get pregnant for a while. It's been a big topic on the show on Disney Plus, the Kardashians. Um, but they kind of said they were moving away from trying and just seeing how things go. And now they're pregnant. Happy Happy marriage. Um, so basically, Courtney announced her pregnancy at a Blink-182 gig by holding up a sign that said, Travis, I'm pregnant. And she had like a bump and everything. And she was in all black as she always wears now. And it was really cute. <laughs> but it wasn't cute. I mean, I'm curious as to why she announced it that way. But I think in theory, Chris Jenner designed a really good pregnancy announcement. Mm. But but in reality, he mm. would know because she's so like a few months pregnant. Yeah, unless she's like consistently had a big lunch. He's like yeah. well, gonna... IBS maybe bloating. Or you know, um, yeah, in, in TV shows where they get if the actress is pregnant, they get her to stand behind counters and shit. Maybe like the like for the past few months, she's just been standing behind. But things. is she celiac? Could have been that. <laughs> maybe she's she had, had that very bread out. heavy. But, like, their whole thing is that they root constantly. So, like, he would know. He and would. Bullshit, they weren't trying if they wanted to have a baby. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, like, trying IVF and stuff like oh, that publicly. Okay, yeah, Sorry, yeah, I should have said. Yeah. Um, no, I but gotcha. Yeah, I think my whole thing with it, though, like, I'm really happy for them. She's wanted this for so long. But she's had, Girlie's had a rebrand. Isn't she such a rocker chick now? She's mm. just, like, with her tatted up BS. What's the husband. age difference between her and Travis? It's significant, isn't it? I don't no. think so. She's I think like 44. But she looks good. Is she really? Yeah, believe yeah, it no, not. they they. True, she just hasn't. Work. She Allegedly, just hasn't lived as hard as <laughs> Travis has. She doesn't look as aged and weathered as he no. does. I don't know. My my whole question is why she decided to announce this way because obviously she knew about it. So mm. why is she centering Travis in her announcement? Like he knows. So why are we telling the world There's like Travis something. I'm pregnant? Something that's a plan in the background, and we'll mm. find out eventually. I know. Mm. It just feels a bit weird to me. That's all mm. I'm saying. It's all for the media, isn't it? That's yeah. What's the famous saying about the devil working hard? But Chris like Jenner works, works harder, harder. yeah, and classic. she does. We're going to move along to a story that's a little bit closer to home. The Australian queen of pop, Kylie Minogue, has hit a new record, Effie Bateman, and it's a fucking incredible record. It's fucking awesome. So. Kylie has become the fourth ever female artist to have 10 hits in five decades. I believe the other ones are Cher, Diana Ross, and Lulu. I've never heard of Lulu. Yeah, I, Lulu? To, I, I don't to know ask who Lulu, Lulu is, but... Is she French? I think she's British, maybe. Can you, can you Google I'm, that? I'm only getting Lulu lemon at the moment. <laughs> Which is what we love. Yeah. Scottish. Oh, Scottish. There yeah. you go. So her song, Padam has come out. It's actually been stuck in my head all day because <laughs> I was doing a little bit of research. One of my gay friends sent me an article that was reshared on like a gay Instagram page. And it's like, babe, padam. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> ah. Padam, padam. <laughs> so I looked it up and padam. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I said it like madam. I was like, padam? <laughs> padam? I was like, oh, I'm so boringly straight anyway it's gone off it's now a word on urban dictionary that mm. means the sound of your heartbeat when you know that you're slaying oh it's a tune like, i didn't know the end bit i knew yeah. it was the sound of your heartbeat yeah. but not when you know you're Pardum. slaying yeah me padaming every day yeah <laughs> um so it's really cool seeing how this song has taken off so it's 
Pride Month at the moment. There's a lot of shit going on in America, especially with lots of tensions amongst groups. And they've really like taken Kylie's song. It's blow- blown up on TikTok. And it's really cool seeing how artists can really explode. I remember when like Doja Cat and Lil Nas X, they, I kept seeing them on TikTok and that's how mm. I came to yeah. know them. I, I was like, who are these people? Like, Jack Harlow, pretty much TikTok. Yes, 100%. Harlow. He was huge. Like, he was huge. pumping. He was Every huge. single time he went on there, I was like, Jack oh, who, was who is this man? Even What's Young poppin'? Gravy. Oh, yeah. Young Gravy was big on there. And been, everybody's been doing all these dances to the song and it's just, um, it's... Yeah, really sweet. It's such a clever play as well. Yeah. If you can get that little hooky earworm onto TikTok yes. and it just gets circulated back on videos and thrown at you and thrown and at you. And that's what a lot of reinforces studios like, are trying brain. to do yeah. now. Yes. Is yeah. they explicitly saying we need to have grabs for TikTok. And sometimes I swear you can tell when you th- like you can you, oh, where they're yeah. trying so yeah. hard with lyrics or something to get you know oh they're gonna they're gonna do a little like a throw it back to this oh, yeah. when we do it, um, but. It works. It works. Like the amount of times I'm just humming a song, I don't even know what the song is, but I've just heard it on TikTok and it's just stuck in my head. All the pretty girls walk like like this, this, this. this. And and I couldn't tell you what that song is. I have never listened to the song on another platform, but I just hear it all the time on TikTok and it's stuck in my head. And obviously lots of people go off and find that song and enjoy it and it becomes a thing. Do you know that song? Have you got the ones that's like, Give me one margarita. Open my legs. Give me two margaritas. I'm going to give you some head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it anyway. Oh, absolutely. I know that song. Give me all margaritas. Yeah, yeah. And the the best one I saw is like my girlfriend. It's like, give me one margarita and she's carrying on. And then it's like, give me three margaritas and she's just falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. I was listening to that song the other day while I was cleaning the house. And my partner was like, is there any truth to this? And I was like, find out, baby boy. (laughs) Uh, the powers of TikTok. Um, I just wanted to say there's mm. only one artist because it's a bit hard with these metrics, right? It's a little bit like how do you measure the amount of hits? Like where are we talking the hits came, what decades, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, so I think that Kylie's one is based on UK Interesting. Um, UK releases and records because she's obviously massive over there. This song, Padam Padam, has popped in America. I feel like well. Australian artists usually pop off overseas. Yeah, yeah big time. And yeah. so so she's popped in America this time around, but traditionally it's been more UK. She's stuff never that's hit done the American really market well really hard no. before. Yeah. But this is coming now because of that. But I have a trivia question for you. Mm-hmm. One artist has hits, top 10 hits in six decades. So Kylie's done five. There's one who's done six. Elton John. Bang, yes. straight up. It's because oh, I thought of Dua Lipa because yeah. he's always partnered with people who's like the number one of the area. Like, yeah. area of that number was one such of the time. a clever combination. And it it didn't work with Britney, but it worked no. with Dua. 100%. Shout out to good Australian boys, Penel, for that remix for that. Yes. Oh. Yeah. They were the ones who got it over the line. Not and Dua, not Elton. They're in Splendor. Yep, they are. So, mm-hmm. but there you go. So, he's the only one to do it in six decades. How old Maybe is Kylie he? will do it. He's old, dude. Um, but yeah, Good it's pretty it. impressive. Not that many artists obviously can do it over that amount of decades. So Uh-oh. incredible from Kylie to keep it going. Uh, and she also got a shout out in Parliament, uh, British Parliament, the Labour and Cooperative Party MP for Kemptown and Peacehaven, Lloyd, oh, fuck's sake, this, Lloyd Russell Moyle. <laughs> what is that? This is the most, most English posh. thing I've ever oh, heard. Stop. I couldn't think of a 
more English name, um, has managed to give Padam Padam a shout out during his speech in Parliament, wishing everyone a happy Pride Month. He said, and finally, Mr. Deputy Speaker, in the words of Kylie Minogue, Padam Padam. Very wholesome there from our Kylie. We're going to move on to a story that's not as wholesome, maybe. I don't know. You can be the judge of that. Hugh Hefner's son is kind of following in his father's footsteps. Kind of? Yeah, you could say that. I mean, so Hugh Hefner's son, his name is Marston Hefner. He started an OnlyFans account. And as we know, there are many, many reasons to open an OnlyFans account that are super duper valid. But this might be my favorite one. Mm -hmm. So he's decided to get his kid off to raise some money for his Pokemon card and comic book collection. That's that's like the crux of it. So um, the way what he said to page six was, I joined it. One, because I believe that nudity, there's nothing wrong with nudity or sexuality. Love that. A progressive king. Uh, he said, I really like comic books. I really like Pokemon cards. I'm a collector. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a way. <laughs> this is like a way for me to, you know, get some income so that I can buy that Pokemon card that I really want. Which I thought he had a bit more money than that. Yeah. There's a few things for me that I want to pick holes in there. Firstly, I'll say if you're listening right now, Google him. He is, He's the guy who looks like he collects Pokemon cards, which at the same time, I know there is a market for that sort of stuff, yeah. but I don't know if that lends itself to sex work as much as... Uh, I don't know. I know there are I mean, certain something areas for everyone. For exactly. Yeah. There are things for everyone... Does Maybe he do I'm stuff just... with the Pokemon cards? or I no, didn't get a I... subscription yet, but I just... You are not researching. <laughs> Where it's is just... the investigative journalism? I know. Mm. I know. There'll be a bill to payroll being like Laura's OnlyFan account <laughs> for you having to start. Tax deductible. Yeah, so true. Um, so true. Big but... nerd alert. But yeah, he his old man is worth million. $35 million. Yeah. Surely he can buy all the Pokemon Unless cards you in think the world so. he wants, Too right? Many. Yeah, he's Jeez. got a Pokemon addiction. Maybe. Um, the other thing that I'm a little mm. confused about is Nepo Baby, right? Who yeah. essentially has the means to get paid for sex work with his father's organisations. He doesn't need to be going and starting something which basically came off as a... It didn't immediately start for sex work it didn't that wasn't the actual purpose of OnlyFans when it got started but once it got rolling it served as basically a way for creators to make alternative revenue without being beholden to big organizations like Playboy so it's kind of weird that the guy who's come out of Playboy is now going to this alternate startup platform to create revenue to buy Pokemon cards (laughs) fuck it's 2023 isn't it yeah and I mean I think this is such a typical Nepo Baby trope though, isn't it? Like they say that it's all on their own two feet. They've never built anything for themselves, but it's like the reason we're talking about it is because you're Hugh Hefner's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're a random little nerd boy. If you were Marston Phillips from (laughs) Tudor Heights and you had a few um, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Blue Eyes, White Dragon or whatever, nobody would be writing stories about you joining OnlyFans to collect up for your cards. No, not at all. Another part I loved about this story was that so our friend Marsden. 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 I'm so sorry. Our friend Marsden. It's Mast, right? Like it's got to be. It's got to be Mast. Full Mast only. (laughs) But our friend Mast. Um, he is married to a beautiful lady named Anna and she doesn't love his new business venture, but she's very supportive. So he said about this, <laughs> she would Are rather... they having sex or is what, what are we working with? Is it solo? Are we talking solo? I think, no, talking... I, 
I hope that they're having sex in their private life. Um, so it is just him solo. Um, okay. He said, she would rather me not be on OnlyFans, but what's more important to her is me pursuing my dreams or my interests, taking risks, he said. Fuck so, me, dude. But he would be open to her being involved if she wanted to, but mm. he just, she's not interested and he's respecting that. Okay. Mm. Okay. Go ahead and catch those Pokemon, baby. Just wrapping up this segment, I just want to say OnlyFans, Wendell6969. I have a lot of Greyhound tips on OnlyFans. So if you sign up to that, you can get my exclusive Greyhound tips. Did you use the 6969 to like trick people into signing? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So people, then they come for that. And like I'm shirtless in one of them, but that's just because I'm poolside (laughs) when I'm giving the Greyhound tips. But they're really good. I'm hitting a lot because I've got a lot of connections within the industry. They come for the bod and they leave the Greyhound tips. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, they come for the 6969, not so much the bod. They probably leave because of the bod um but when that then they come back because they realize the greyhound tips are so yeah, good so anyway. like moving on to bods and talk about <laughs> bods um <laughs> you wanted to give a quick shout out to j-lo effie because she posted a picture of ben affleck's what was the term again? gutters i believe you said if you might need to explain mm. that to people the mm-hmm. meaning of cum gutters so cum gutters are referring to the V-line that some men have when they're muscly and it's kind of like um, just pointing towards the penis. Mm. And we were discussing before that mm. we learned the term through a Reductus article, so shout out to Reductus. Love you. Mm. And I thought, you know, this is that that is fantastic terminology and I literally wrote it down in my files. Yeah. I'm like, it's when you told me it's also like shaving the carrot, yep. cum gutters. I'm like, I yep. have to put these in an article somewhere. The yep. first one's good. Shaving the carrot? Yeah, what's that? What? You haven't heard of shaving I've the carrot? Either. Like, I, I can imagine what it might be. Phrase. It's exactly what you think it nice. is. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so JLo posted a series of photos on Instagram to celebrate Father's Day. Uh, caption daddy appreciation post happy father's day papa and happy father's day to all the amazing papas out there and the first photo is a very shirtless ben affleck looking extremely miserable but super ripped (laughs) and i i looked at it and i was like oh really nice but then i immediately thought about his horrendous back tattoo and it just ruined all of it for me yeah you can't forget that easily, can you? Have you? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Can I'll Google, Google it right please. now. A live reaction. Oh, like, it's the dragon thing. It's yeah. like a phoenix. Oh, phoenix, yep. He must have done a stint out in regional Western Australia and then got that done in Bali, I reckon. <laughs> you know, that, is, that is an absolute ripper. <laughs> Final story, the Logies. The nominations got announced this week. Of course, Home and Away is going to win a heap of, of stuff. Of course. That's what they do. It's their annual awards night. <laughs> and then everyone else gets to win a few awards here mm. and there to make themselves feel good about it. Um, but, yeah, the nominations are out. And there are a few surprises in there, LM. There are. There's hope for us yet. Um, so, obviously, the TV Week Logies are a institution for boomers and free-to-air TV enthusiasts. Um, and you said... There's so, much, there's so many of them out there. <laughs> Boomers or free-to-air enthusiasts? Probably um, the Venn diagram. It's just two circles, isn't it, overlapping? 100%. No, Jake, so I actually love free-to-air and I yeah. will fully support really? free-to-air. Yeah, I grew up in a black spot um, just out of Batuta mm. where we only got free-to-air because you have to be able to get free-to-air. What do you, what's, what's your poison? What do you watch? It's home and away, isn't it? No, it's... Um, 
It's actually just ABC and SBS, but I'm probably revealing. Oh, SBS. Mm. What time are you watching <gasps> SBS, Titties. Wendell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Titty sex before hour. soccer. <laughs> eh? yeah, sex before yeah. sleep, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Well, look, they tell a nice story. Really good stuff. Anyway, shout out to Free TV. Yeah, we love Free to Air yeah. and, you know, ABC and SBS are represented in the Logies Noms. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God, because they do great work. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it is home and away's time to shine as it usually is. And like anyone who is anyone will go to the red carpet. So it's a big event. It's a big deal. But this year I was really excited to see some other younger and more diverse faces in mm. the mix. Um, so although the gold noms are kind of what you'd expect. So there's your Hamish Blakes and you know people like that. Mm. But let's go through a couple of the exciting yep. ones. So we've got, firstly, I just want to state that the popular votes are what the public votes on and then the outstanding are for industry professionals. So now that we've got that out of the way. So Basically, most popular new talent, we've got Flex Mommy, Ooh. Queen Kong, Asian Madon, Chloe Hayden, and then a couple of other people that aren't as diverse, so I didn't mention them. Um, <laughs> but that is a very exciting mix that hasn't really been seen that much in Logie's mm. history. Flex Mommy's to lose, surely. As to what? It's what? Flex Mommy's to lose. No! What, you don't reckon she's outright favourite? I reckon it's going to go to oh, no. the heartbreak. What do you mean to lose? Yeah, it's it took flex mummies to lose. It's like a sporting like, reference. Like you've, you've won hers. it. You're oh, in front. No, I thought you meant she's going to lose. No, no. it's Yeah, oh. it's hers to lose. Well, she like will have to lose it. She, I she met her and it. Frooms yeah? at the podcast awards for the first time and I was shit-faced. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you guys. They are the best. They are. So hopefully, the, you know, don't think I'm too weird. Well, they will now, won't they? Um, <laughs> Have you seen them since or spoken to no. them since? Oh, there you go. There you um, go. No, look, it's the media. I'm sure they're used to that they're sort of thing happening 100%. all of the time. <laughs> Clarify, Flex Mommy's surely outright favourite for that one. Yes. It's her award to lose. I mean, I love her. I love okay, her yeah. a lot. Okay. I think she's amazing. But I think one of the Heartbreak High girlies are gonna, is going to take this Ooh, one home. Yeah, yeah. Because Heartbreak High is also in the running for the most popular drama series alongside Home and Away. So that's exciting. Yeah. Because Ooh. like Gen Z is not usually represented in mm. Logies. Yeah. And then another one I'm excited to see is for most popular presenter, which is hot moustache owner Tony Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And last year he won um, for upcoming talent. Yeah. So it's nice to see him take a step up and he's alongside like – I think it's Scott Cam and people like that. So it's really cool to see him kind yeah. of. He was the world's life. most hungover man after the last Logies. He, <laughs> he loves a wine. Yeah. Um, so I did work the Logies for TV Week and I can say that he loves a wine. Good for him. You know what? Don't it's we all? free. It's yeah, free. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly right. I um, experienced that when I went to it's it's so easy, you know, oh. it's free, sparkling, you just get carried away. And we're encouraging it. Like as the journos backstage, we're like, Yeah, have a wine, take a load off when you're not in the room. Mm. You know, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Is yeah. that so you can get secrets? Oh, I wish. It's just like to be honest, they're a bit bored when you're inside. It goes on for so long. But watch show looks so boring. Yeah, yeah, and they like lock the doors when it's not an ad break. So when it's an ad break, they kind of run out. We get our chats as journos and we're like, have a wine, have as much as you want. Like take a load off. And they love that and we love that for them. Mm. Anyone else uh, carry on or anyone carry on at the Logies last year? Yeah, everyone was pretty well behaved. But one of the biggest dramas that's like a behind the scenes drama I feel like I can share is when we lost Hamish Blake's Silver Logie mm. because – so at the start of the night, like there's there's normal logies which look silver, yeah. then there's silver logies, and then there's the gold logie. But at the beginning, I think we gave him a normal logie when it should have been a silver, or vice versa, something like that. And backstage there's an engraver, and he's ready to go, like as the votes yeah. come in. Love him. Um, so basically, we couldn't work out where this particular logie had gone, and we like gave out a random one just to like 
make it look normal you yeah. know how it is um so this engraver who's been doing it for years and years kept going around to all the channel 10 talent being like hey have you seen hamish blake's logie and i remember i was doing an interview with georgie tunney who i love she's incredible and he comes over and he's like hey you're from channel 10 have you have you seen the logie and she was like oh I'll, I'll go ask around so she did he's chasing his logie a little bit. And it was like just a Come mishap. on, Hamish. You've got No, no, not enough. Hamish. Not Hamish. The oh, engraver. Oh, the engraver. Okay, Hamish yeah. is doing fine. He's, sorry, right. he's say, not he's bothered. He's got enough as if he even cares. He's like, oh, you didn't have it. Oh, he's well, probably like, it probably use this one as a doorstop. <laughs> I would. He's <laughs> yeah. probably nominated again being like, again? Uh, anyway. <laughs> no <Yeah>. room for <laughs> it. <laughs> no, that would be extremely stressful for the poor engraver. Good on Georgie um, for doing the ask around. And it got located. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was no, all sorted okay. in the end, yeah. but it definitely caused the editor to stress a lot. Yeah. Bless him. Bit of carry on afterwards. Yeah, they're yeah. all like scrambling and they have their after parties and they want people to come to it. Yes, don't they? yes. So all the networks generally have after parties. Yeah. Uh, word on the street is that Channel 10's is the best, but it might be different this year because it's by Channel 7. Like last year, Channel 9 held the Logies yeah. and it's a big deal that it's with Channel 7 now. So who mm. knows? Maybe Channel 7's going to come out on top with the best after party. ABC's, everyone's just in bed. There is no after party. Well, <laughs> last year they had it combined with SBS and it was straight after the event in the same convention yeah. centre. So it was fine, but that was like afters nah, with snacks, then yeah. you kick on. Yeah. Mm. That's not a proper after party and that's a shame. Like mm. ABC, I feel like have a cup of tea, sit down and then, you know, head home. SBS, I feel like SBS. Like, the sex before soccer station, surely they could yeah. turn on a pretty good a after room. party. They could yeah. just be some rogue shit. I want to go know. to an SPS after party. Yeah, a bit mm. of like um, dark mofo vibes, <laughs> you know, just a bit satanic, a bit wild. A sacrifice. I mean, I love um, this, but speaking from experience, it's not like that. Oh, God damn. Really? All these, yeah, mm. well, they are, they're a semi-public broadcaster. Yeah. They have ads and stuff, but yeah, they're a public broadcaster. Maybe this so. year will be different though, and I guarantee I won't get an invite. So um, who knows? Who knows? We'll have to try and figure out what we can get there. A couple of other notes on mm. this. The most popular drama series, obviously we'll be going to Home and Away, but <laughs> Heartbreak High, they're in the running mm. to try and win that off Home and Away. Yeah, there's some other really great ones like The 12 that was on Binge yeah. um, and a few other really quality series this year. But Heartbreak High is super exciting just because it's Gen Z represented. Mm. And it was like it was the first time that I definitely saw my high school experience in Australia represented on screen. Um and it just gives me a bit of hope. It gives me hope that the Logies is going to become something that can be embraced yeah. by younger people mm. and not just by boomers watching yeah. Home and Away every night. Well, you can vote on the internet now, yes. which is a huge, huge step from mailing in your TV, <laughs> TV Week um, clip outs. Uh, Lee Sales is mm. up for the Gold Logie for the first time, which Crazy. is exciting. She's up against Osh, Sean McAuliffe, Julian Morris, Mark Hole-Smith. And Hamish Blake, oh, which, no. yeah, you, you wonder if that's his to lose, really. I think yeah. it is. I actually yeah. think it is. And it's not the first time someone would have won a gold Logie two years in a row. Mm. Um, but I would love Lee Sales to win. Same. And I know Osha has been gunning for this his entire career. So This is his ooh. moment. I kind of hope he wins because I know it's, he wants it. Yeah. yeah. And like Lee would obviously want it too. And poor old, like Hamish Blake is like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll go in there. Like, you know, he probably doesn't even want it. He's just going to yeah. win it. You know what I mean? He's going to be like, ugh. Sorry, he might guys. be like Billie Eilish at um, what is it, the Grammys, where she keeps winning and she's like, Oh, she's like cringing and you know, she's like, oh, I don't want to keep winning. It's so hard being talented. It must be so tough. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, voting closes 
20th of July, is it? We've got a I month? I think so, except for the gold. So the gold is open right to the end of the broadcast, which yeah. is, hasn't been done before. Um, and that's why there's an engraver backstage. So it's ready oh. to go. Hopefully he um, keeps track of all of his <laughs> various logies and doesn't have any stress out after last year. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye out, see, see whether we get the bait. Now that we're big TV stars, um, yeah. Ooh. Well, not us personally, but oh, whether Batuta. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, personally, we get the invite, but you know, um, yeah. we're not TV stars, as in yeah. me and you. Yeah, I'm saying, but yet yeah. the key is yeah. yet. You might yet. be the next Batuta series. So true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So true. Get the bait, go down there, get locked in the room, and then rush out frantically every ad break. But that's it. I think that's all from the week of entertainment news. Season two, we're back. We're running. We're firing. It's been great. Thanks for listening and join us again on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.